I'm hungover. Content for the Cultured, episode 13. Coming at you live. Oh, I don't know if it's live. I mean, I won't go back and edit anything out, so I guess it technically is. Um, that was Bob Moses there you were listening to uh, with the track entitled All I Want, as you probably could have deduced from the... Uh, uh, melodic chorus that we heard there before coming into the introduction of the show. I kind of let that one go for like almost three minutes there. Sorry, I, I just kind of wanted you to hear the um, the vocal uh, the vocal melody and the vocal part of that song because um, that's actually kind of why I wanted to feature them on the show. I think it's uh, on on feature them on the podcast. I think they're interesting electronic musician um, because they you know they have very laid back chill electronic beat but also at the same time they they have vocals in it when i i don't know it's usually not consistent i think i like last episode i've i think with prince thomas or i think so um that's who i had last episode and that kind of electronic music is very just like beat heavy that's all it is is just keeping the beat consistent and really not going any place and that's kind of where the beat is out in uh in terms of bob moses and the kind of music uh, it, it stays consistent in that sense. It stays within that electronic realm, but then also at the same time, there's also um, some vocal melodies to it. So I think it's a little bit more mainstream. That's kind of why I wanted to feature them on this show. Um, and what is this show? Let's just get to that bullshit. Oh God, I'm so hungover. I, I literally was just, I'll go into what, what, what you're doing here in a little bit. If you're a first time listener, you're like, who the fuck, what is this guy talking about? I'll get into it. Okay. I had a night out last night. I saw fucking Tesla, okay, at Talking Stick Casino. Um, and if you don't know anything about seeing bands in casinos, if you're seeing a band in a casino, you are you're seeing a band that was popular in like the 70s or the 80s, maybe the 90s. I don't know, but you're seeing an old fucking band, and not only on on top of that, you're seeing old people in the crowd it's going to be an old person show and there's nothing taking away from that. I had a fucking amazing time, but it's just so funny. It's like a completely different vibe. I mean, like seeing Tesla versus going to fucking Kian Nugent, which is actually how you say his name, not Cyan Nugent who I saw. And I'll get into that later in the episode, but just the difference in, in people there and, and the type of people there, it was hilarious. Um, these guys were up there just fucking shredding. I mean, it's like how many fucking times have they played that same shredding guitar riff and that lead singer is just fucking coked out of his mind. He's nuts. Like literally, like I kept turning to my buddy next to me. I'm like, and I got free tickets to this, by the way. I didn't, I didn't like buy tickets. To For those of you listening, like, oh, he really talks a big fucking game. Like he's a, he loves good music and staying off the beaten path. It's like, no, I'm not. There's not an eighties hair metal resurgence coming your way. I'm just, I got free tickets. I'm like, hell yeah. I used to like them in high school. It was hilarious. So I, I turned to my buddy and I'm like, what the fuck was I? What was I saying? I lost my turn. <laughs> so hungover. I can't even think straight. Oh, I remember what it was. I, I turned to my buddy and I'm literally talking about the singer. And, and I'm like, dude, this guy is like, actually crazy like he's not like oh dude this guy's crazy he's got so much energy up there like man i don't know how he does it like coke or not like or whatever like you could tell like he, he kept like doing like a nose sniffle thing and kind of throwing his head back i'm like i know what you're doing i know what that move is you little fucker but um you went hard in the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s and the 2010s you literally haven't slowed down but literally this guy's singing and i turn to my buddy and i'm like i'm like this guy is 
actually crazy. Um, he's literally like certifiably like there's something there's some fucking screw loose doing all those drugs but hey that happens to those bands i happened to like joe walsh i think and a lot of those guys they go off the fucking rails a little bit but um nonetheless i mean hey it was a great show it was a lot of fun and um and it was just hilarious and hit up the hit up the tables afterwards a little bit um played blackjack for a while and and i left even and then i woke up this morning and i'm like fuck man I didn't win any money. I guess I'm like, well, I didn't lose any money. So I guess I technically won. I'm like, that's so lame. Like, come on. And then I thought about it. I'm like, oh shit. I paid for two drinks with my poker chips. Thus, I technically won $15 and then just spent it at the table. So, um, won a little bit in blackjack, I guess. And, uh, and just drank consistently throughout the whole night. Just drank draft beers consistently throughout the whole night, which wasn't the problem. But the problem was when I got home. My, my friend and I were like, all right, well, what do you want to do? And you're in that, like, still energy from the show and gambling. Like, it was just so fun. It's like, well, we want to keep drinking, of course. Like, why would we drink water and wake up and not be hungover tomorrow? And instead, we proceed to just, like, almost drink an entire bottle of wine between the two of us. It was, like, the worst decision possible. I mean, wine at the end of the night. Like, I woke up this morning. I'm like, I feel like death. Like, okay, I know what it feels like. Um, that's an exaggeration, obviously, but I feel it was a pretty bad hangover. I was like, fuck, I have a podcast to do today. We'll see. But, uh, I'm getting to it and I'm glad I'm doing it. And, um, and Tesla fucking rocked the house last night and they played their two big hits. Uh, I guess they have three, but the two songs that I'd like, cause I was into them in high school. I saw, uh, they played like love song and, um, modern day cowboy and just shredded. It's awesome. Those guys are talented and they've been doing it for a while. So it was a lot of fun. It was a great show. And um, literally like casino shows are hilarious. No encore, no bullshit, no messing around. They're at the casino for a reason to attract people to the casino so then they can go gamble. Don't play it any other way. We all know what, what they're doing there. And literally like at, it's like show at eight o'clock and you're like, there's got to be an opener. I'm thinking in the back of my mind before we go there. I'm like, yeah, there's got, I mean, what show doesn't have an opener? And literally it's like eight o'clock. We're at the bar getting, getting some beers and getting more beer. And, um, I turn around and the fucking show's starting like at eight o'clock on the nose. When has a show like you've ever been to ever started when it, they said it should like literally I've never been to a, I've never been to a concert like that. I mean, I guess I saw um, Steve Miller band at a casino and Loggins and Messina at a casino, of course, seventies fucking rockers. Um, attract that kind of crowd, but I, I was a little too young to remember. I literally it was the first time I'm like, okay, this started like right at eight, eight o'clock and it ended like right at nine 30. It was hilarious. You're like, Oh, this is, this is cold and calculated. I, I was just, I thought it was so funny, but it was a great show. We had a fucking great time. And, um, cause of all that fun, I'm, I'm hurting a little bit today, but, but here we are. So content for the culture, any first time listeners, 10 minutes in, you already heard about Tesla. Bob Moses, you're already, it's a great episode. It's going to be a great episode today. Um, I actually do have a lot of stuff to talk about, but what are you doing here? This content for the culture. We talk about um, music, movies, television, and any other, uh, any other stuff that comes to mind. And I just got a significant text back, uh, reaction text back to something that I'm going to have to bring up later on the show that I'm really fucking disappointed about. You know, I'll just say it, it's HBO. Okay. HBO really fucking offended me. 
No, really, though, they, they, they really, like, fucked up, in my opinion. I'm really disappointed in something, and that's what we call a tease. We'll get there later in the show, but um, you're, you're here because we're going to talk about the best media content um, that you want to concern yourself with, and uh, we got a playlist on Spotify I add to. I also just created a Coachella playlist that you can listen to as well, and um, there's just a ton of playlists on my profile. All that's on the website, contentfortheculture.com. There's links and everything there, and you can go to that and... We're on SoundCloud and iTunes, so thanks for listening, and um, let's get started. So that was Bob Moses, and um, I don't really know how much I want to talk about them. I don't know much about their music. I I, I actually know literally, literally nothing. Like I, I listened to them for the first time, I think, like a week ago at work, and I'm like, I I, I guess I'll think a feature them on the show. I kind of like them, and I, I guess I wasn't like fully in love with them, and then I kept listening, kept listening. I really, I, I really dig their vibe. I dig their vibe, man. Uh, I do though. And, and it's, it's something that, like I said, I think the, um, the mix of the, the vocals with the vocals and lyrics with, with the really laid back electronic beat in the background, like I'm such a fan of, of laid back electronic music that if there were no vocals at all, it was just instrumental tracks. I would love the album too. Like, I just love where that music goes. They got a little piano and stuff too. So check them out. Listen to them. I mean, they're pretty new. They only have like 6,000 followers on Twitter. So actually they have like a lot of listeners on, on Spotify and, and I'm actually glad to finally feature an artist like, um, that has like millions of plays on Spotify. Cause I haven't done that in a little bit. I've been like featuring people that are like fucking underground as shit. And that might be harder for some other people to listen to as well. So I, I think anybody could really enjoy this kind of music. I mean, it's, it's laid back. It's not going to be, party banger electronic music i'm not really a huge fan of that i i could have fun partying to it but um i'm also kind of a music douchebag so i mean it's okay you know i i i get that they're not going to play that at clubs but i mean i i think you'll enjoy it and and listen to them and check them out follow them on spotify and, and keep up because they're a new artist and they're up and coming they're playing coachella and um that brings me to what i want to talk about why i found them i created that coachella playlist because Going to Coachella April 22nd. So excited to get back and podcast about it. Um, talk about it when I get back and everything. It's going to be so fun. Let's actually see when the weekends coincide because I'm going to do an episode. I do an episode that if this is your first time listening, I do it bi-weekly. I've been considering going weekly. I, I've been kind of just like, I mean, I'm 15 minutes in. I haven't even gotten to anything. I kind of like talk a lot and ramble a lot. If you haven't, you didn't notice that in this podcast where it's only me, but um. I was thinking, I'm like, shit, I might, I might want to do it weekly. So it, that might be coming down the pipeline. We'll see. There's just a lot of news going on lately, stuff I'd like to talk about. It's tough though. Every week is, is tough with how, uh, I mean, let's tough is relative. I'm like, it's just really hard. Why, why is it hard? Uh, I'm really fucking lazy. And when you factor that into the, it's like, okay, come on. Is it really that hard? So maybe I, I might, I might have to start doing it. It's a lot of fun. Um, once I get to it, see, I'm, I'm so lazy. I was, I was like, I'm so hungover. I don't want to do the episode. Oh, oh, this is so tough. And then like, I finally sit down and do it. I'm like, Oh, this is fun. I love podcasting. It's great. It's like, God, I'm such a lazy shit sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just going to shit on myself this whole episode. I'm just hungover. This is how I get. I'm just hungover. I'm just cranky. I'm just cranky. And, and this, this episode's probably going to be all over the place. It's probably going to be like seven hours long too. So no, it'll be, it might be long though. I, I got a lot of stuff to talk about. So hopefully I can get to uh, most of it. Um, I was honestly thinking about splitting up the episodes because I'm like, shit, I have so much to cover. I just have like so much to cover. Um, so what it's the 26th today. And then another episode, if it's bi-weekly, would be on the 9th. Oh, so the bi-weekly, it would fall on that Coachella weekend. I was thinking, I'm like, damn, that'd be tight to bring a mic out there and, like, podcast a little bit. But 
again, I'm lazy as fuck. So I, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Uh, I honestly just don't know how I do it. I guess I could charge my computer, but I don't want to leave my fucking computer in a car for three days that I'm going to be sleeping in for three days. It could be fun though to podcast a little bit. Maybe I'll do it. I think it'd be a fun little project. Um, and, and just check in each day and see how we're feeling. Upload it when I get back. Um, so anyways, follow my Coachella playlist on, on Spotify. There's only like four or five songs on there right now. But what I'm doing is I'm going through every, literally every single artist, um, on Spotify, uh, <laughs> every artist on Spotify, I will never finish the task. You know, every artist on the uh, Coachella poster that's playing and it's like, I mean, some, I mean, I'm going through the smaller bands. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not, I haven't added like LCD yet or anything and I'm going to do that. Sorry. I have a, I have a runny nose right now and I keep pulling away from the mic. One second. All right. We're back. Crisis averted. I blew my nose. Okay. So I was in the middle of talking about, um, uh, Coachella and the playlist and what I'm doing and I'm listening to all the bands, but I'm listening to like the one literally I'd started from the bottom. I'm working my way up right now. And I've started like from it literally like you can just out of how big the font is. It's like how big the band is. It's hilarious. It's like directly proportional to the amount of Spotify followers they have. Um, and so I'm working my way up and I actually worked my way down a little bit too. Uh, I started that and I'm like, I ah, know I want to go from the bottom. I don't know why, but on the way from the top, I listened to Bob Moses. Uh, is that their name? I kept thinking their name was Moses Jones throughout the week. Like, I don't even know where the fuck that came from. But, um, so I listened to Bob Moses and then, um, sorry, I, I had to check my phone. I was getting a text. Um, I listened to Bob Moses and then, um, worked my way from the bottom up. I already added some songs from bands. I never heard there was a band I listened to and they sounded a lot like the talking heads. It was pretty fucking cool. So, uh, I, I just think hopefully over the next couple weeks, I can get a solid playlist together for some of the bands that like you might not be more cognizant of, or might not be as aware of and, and be as tuned into. So, um, I, I think it's going to be exciting at least just to get like, obviously I want to see LCD. Obviously I want to see Calvin Harris and like, it's going to be fucking awesome seeing the main bands, but like half the part of why it's so fucking fun is you discover music and you see a bunch of new bands and stuff. And I also saw DJ Kose is going to be there. I'm like, fuck yeah. I want to do like some of the electronic dance tents. Like I remember I looked at the snap story for Coachella last year and there were just like tents and just DJs and just fucking dancing. I'm like, hell yeah. So there's some already good, like DJ electronic musicians that I've featured on the show that are playing and I'm, I'm getting really, really excited and it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I, I'm, I'm pumped to report on that to anybody and, and, if anybody else is going to Coachella, please like reach out. I, I want to know. I mean, the more people you know there, the better. So one second, getting some feedback. Okay. So, um, I fucking fixed that feedback. God damn. The feedback is so frustrating. Okay. So follow my Coachella plays. It's going to be cool. Um, I'm excited to kind of keep up with it and hopefully see some new bands and stuff. So anyways, I got a lot of shit to talk about and I'm like 20 minutes in. I've kind of just been like all over the map here. So, uh, what was, I'm looking at my phone here and seeing what I want to talk about. Um, oh, I wanted to say about Coachella too, before I move on to something else, where is like a good lineup breakdown? And that's kind of why I wanted to do what I'm doing and listen to all the bands. Anything I looked up, it's like, well, there's going to be LCD sound system who are really cool indie dance rock band. And then, uh, Guns N' Roses is going to, and it's like, what, 
what kind of fucking Coachella preview is that? Like, I think it's so dumb. There's no like breakdown of artists that you like why like, there wasn't an article I could find. If someone knows of one, send it my way, please. Cause there wasn't anything that's like ba- up and coming bands to keep an eye on or, or sleepers, you know, like it, like no upset picks basically with like March Madness, you know, like it, there was nothing like that. It's just like, Oh, LCD. And then, Oh, M83. And it's like, well, shit, like, obviously I'm going to fucking see them. But like, what about the people that are below? Like, does nobody care? Like you should care. You're in the fucking music media industry. Like, come on. So I guess that's kind of partially why I'm doing it. And that's, I guess I, that's, I freaked out. Like, I'm like, oh, that's what I want to talk about. But I did kind of want to bitch about that. I'm like, there's no, what? There's nothing there. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll do it myself. Um, if you want to get something done right, you got to do it yourself, boy. So I, I just figured I'll fucking do it. And um, and hopefully it can be helpful to some people. And they can put on the playlist and shuffle it and be like, oh, shit. I'm obviously going to throw in, like, LCD and maybe welcome to the jungle in Paradise City into that playlist. But we'll see. Probably, I mean, I, I will throw some like main headliner stuff into it. Of course, I'm not going to like ignore them and act like they're not playing, you know, but all right. So what else was I going to talk about? This is like so unprofessional. I'm just like, so like, usually I try and do like transitions and like work my way into other topics. I'm like, ah, fuck it, dude. I'm hungover. Let's just get through it 20 minutes in and kind of talked about a few things. Kind of haven't talked about some other stuff. Like this is taking a while. So I got a lot of music stuff to talk about. That's that's the big thing. A lot of music uh, news has been flying around lately, and I've been wanting to talk about it. And, like, I just, I don't know. There's show stuff I want to get into, of course, but that's going to come a little bit later. One sec. Getting more fucking feedback. Hopefully that goes away. I think it did. All right. So, I saw Kian Nugent, and I guess it's actually pronounced Kian, not Cyan. I saw him um, at Valley Bar with uh, one of my friends, and... and He's a guy that, one second, God, fucking feedback, fixing the mic here. Okay, I just fixed the feedback issue. I literally have my laptop sitting on the ground right now. I'm like, maybe it just needs to be further away from this converter box. I don't know shit about technology. I act like I do because I'm a millennial, but I don't actually know anything. So anyways, I was, uh, I saw Kian Nugent with my buddy and, um, it was a really fun show. We went to Valley Barn Phoenix. If you haven't been there, you gotta go. It's so cool. It's in like a basement, literally in an alleyway. It's totally hole in the wall. It's super fucking trendy. And we're walking in downtown Phoenix. And if you've ever been in downtown Phoenix, it's, it's not like the most happening place. I mean, it's just, it's just not. And it's, it's not the kind of city where, Oh, well, you, you got to go downtown. It's so unfortunately. And I, I wish it was more of, and I think it, I think it's getting there honestly, because we were walking down there and I worked downtown too. So I had parking. It was great. We're walking from my parking garage and we're like, probably like five, 10 minute walk. And then we kind of like get deep into downtown and it's like, Oh shit, this is actually nice. Like there's older buildings and like, this is really interesting. So it's, you know, good vibes going in there. And we fucking like walk. And I'm like, I've never been there. My, my friend had seen a concert there before and I knew it was like underground, but dude, it is seriously like coolest hole in the wall. Like one of the, one of the coolest venues I think I've ever been to where you're walking in this alleyway no one like there's nothing there's literally nothing and then I just see a dude in a black shirt just the bouncer waiting at like a door and I'm like oh okay and so we go to him check our IDs you walk down these stairs and then you get into the main floor and there's just these doors that lead to the main venue like the the show area which if you've ever been to like the marquee theaters or or like the Rialto these are Arizona places I'm sorry if there's any you know national listeners international listeners you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about but um 
it's you know smaller more intimate setting this is even more intimate like it is like marquee theater downsized by like 10 like times 10 i don't divided by 10 i don't fucking know what i'm saying but it's really small and it's really cool because there's like four maybe like five six tables whatever in the back like a little table like all the way on the side with stools for seats and then there's like a bar just like on the left hand side and then just like the main stage and then that but that's not it like that's what's so cool about it there's this main venue for the music and if you cut left then there's like like and you're not in the venue it's like a literally an entire separate room like you're just in the hallway like down from the stairs so you see the venues just straight then you go to the left then there's like a restaurant like kind of a restaurant it's like a bar with like tables and like candlelit tables and stuff so it's like a very relaxing like intimate area it's very cool and then you go in the back corner and then there's like billiards and ski ball and fucking pool and stuff. So it's a really awesome venue. If you haven't been there, go there. If there's a band you kind of like, go see them there. It's so intimate. It's awesome. And it's hilarious. So we're hanging out, whatever. And we're like, well, let's go see the opener. Like, fuck it. We paid, you know, like after tax and, you know, they always tack on those bullshit fees. I mean, not like they do at some places. The ticket was $10 and ultimately it came to 13 So, you know, we could have gotten our money's worth doing basically nothing. And so, and for any of you who are listening to this, like, who the fuck is he talking about? Kian Nugent, Cyan Nugent, who I called him when I did the episode, like episode 10, maybe 11, nine, I don't know. Um, talking about, I talked about him and featured uh, his new album on the show. So we went to see him. It was awesome. And so we're there. We see this opening band called Bear State. They're from Phoenix. We didn't know that at the time, but we're listening to them and they start and dude, they fucking rocked. Like they put on an awesome show. They kind of sounded like a little bit of a heavier version of death cab and and my friend and i were huge you know death cab for kitty fans i mean we kind of like indie music you know he likes same kind of music as me so obviously any band with like a legit comparison to that it's it's you know that's exciting and so we listened they're like they're fucking awesome and before the show we also realized that we were seeing kian nugent and he wasn't the he, he actually wasn't even the headliner like he's the middle band it was hilarious we we're like oh shit i've never even been to a show like this so kian nugent comes up next and at first we're like, damn, Bear State, we already got our money's worth. Like, damn. Uh, Kian Nugent came up. Dude, he puts on an awesome show. The guy can shred. He plays guitar like a fucking monster. It was awesome. Um, and and it's not like, it's not like you know, seeing Tesla last night where it's like shred time. It's like, no, he's fucking playing the guitar. Like, he's just, he's like, it's, a, it's more like eloquent. It's more, uh, I don't know, it's more artistic. I don't fucking know how to describe it. I mean, he just knows how to play the guitar. You can tell like he's been playing it since he's like a little kid, I'm sure. So, uh, he was fucking rocking out. They had an awesome drummer that was like doing crazy shit on the last song. They played that song year of the snake at the end, which is the song I had at the end of the, uh, the podcast episode where it's building up to the guitar solo. And then I like cut it out and ended the episode. One of my, uh, friends who listens gave me shit. He's like, dude, this song was building up. I'm like, damn, you're right. I, I did kind of pull a, pull the rug out from every, under from everybody, you know, and we're seeing it live. And dude, that song live was insane. I mean, even and, and mind you, this is a, uh, this is like a, a venue, like an audience feel where literally Jesse and I, my, my friend, um, we're literally the only people it felt like there that aren't in the band or aren't friends of the band. And that's not an insult or anything. It's just like an intimate, smaller indie hipster rock fucking venue. And so we're there and we're just like, like, it was so intimate and so cool. So 
even with that, like there were probably, I'm not even fucking kidding, maybe 20 people there. And it was like one of the coolest experiences of, of my life of when of my, coolest experience of my life. I don't know. That's a pretty extreme statement. One of the coolest musical experiences, uh, in terms of seeing live music, I, I would put it up there. It was awesome. And especially if he gets big too, like that would be great. I don't know if he will. Um, I think he should, more people should listen to him for sure. Maybe he's not the most accessible musician, but anyways, he rocked out that last song. The drummer was insane. He was doing these tricks where he's like playing the triangle over his drums and like doing really interesting stuff and kept grabbing drumsticks and everything. We're like, damn, these guys are rocking. So after they played, we're up, uh, out, outside the, um, up like on the, like on the street, like we go out where the bouncer is and we're having a smoke and we see the bassist from the first band play. And the headliner was called Nap Eyes. So when, you know, Bear State, Kian Nugent, Nap Eyes. And we're talking to the guy from Bear State. And we're like, dude, you guys rock. Like, where can we find you? We were trying to find them on Spotify and, and we couldn't find them. He's like, oh, no, you got to go on Bandcamp. We're like, oh, cool. He's like, uh, so, yeah, you guys are Nap Eyes, right? We're like, oh, uh, no, we actually are just fans of someone here. And, and that's, again, that's not an insult. It's just like funny. We It was such a small show. I think it gives a good idea. Like, literally, he's like, oh, you're not in the main headlining band. I'm like, no, I fucking wish I was. That'd be kind of cool. But anyways, Bear State, if you ever have a chance to see him in Phoenix or something, I mean, I don't know. Look look at them on Bandcamp. They were really, really good live. I, I haven't really researched on Bandcamp. I don't use Bandcamp very much. So um, if they ever get on Spotify, I'll get on it. So we talked to him, and then uh, we were downstairs having another drink or, or whatever, ordering some food, and we're at the bar, and we see Kian Nugent and his uh, bassist and drummer. We didn't talk to Kian but we, my buddy and I had to talk to the drummer. We're like, dude, you fucking rock. Like, we're like, damn, man, we're those tricks and everything. He was nice. And then, uh, he was just bullshit with us a little bit and talking about like, he was from, you know, Chicago and everything. And of course, you know, Chicago is such a good music scene. Uh, no wonder that's where Pitchfork's based. And, um, my main supplier of, uh, good new music. And, uh, anyways, he, he was talking about how he's from there. He's like basically a professional musician handed my friend, uh, and to Jesse, like a business card, like, I'm like, damn, that's so cool. Like people actually do that. And he's like, we're like, how did you get this gig? Like he's from Ireland. He's like, yeah, just someone was saying they needs a touring drummer. I mean, there's people that do that. You know, he's a fucking professional. And as much as you look at that and it's like, oh, well, like he's not making, he's not doing a real job. It's like, it is a real job. You know, I don't, I don't think musicians get enough credit and I think their industry is getting shit on lately. And it's really frustrating because I, and I know I'm a part of it. I know I'm a part of it because I, I use Spotify. I used to download music illegally. Think I, I'm so glad I don't anymore. At least I've bought some, uh, bought some vinyl and you know invested a little money into that. I was gonna buy their record too at the end of the show, but uh, I was just like, mm, let's get the fuck out of here um, and go home. I'm, I'm want to play some Rocket League, uh, but we're just like, I don't know, man. It, it's it's just cool because like this dude just making a fucking living, traveling around and playing the drums and it might not be the most glamorous job in the sense that you'd think it would be like back in the day where it's like, I'm playing drum for drums for a rock band. It's like, you know, there weren't really many people there and it's, but I don't know. I just think it's so cool. And maybe I rom I probably romanticize it a little bit. Um, just because I've, you know, that was terrifying. Sorry. My door just shut the, uh, the fans on and like, it was like cracked just a little bit. It's like, oh, shut. okay. Thank God. That was terrifying. I'm like, is someone here? Anyways. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And I, I probably romanticize it a little bit and, uh, and, and think it's a lot cooler than it is where it's like, oh, they tour and meet people and fucking, you know, rock out. It's like, I'm sure it gets old, but it is really cool. And it's, I respect it. So, uh, if you ever have a chance to see Ken Nugent live, do it. Awesome. You will not regret it. And it's affordable. And if you ever have a chance to go to a show at Valley Bar, go, it's so fucking sweet. So, 
Um, I had a, I had a really great time at that show and it was great seeing Tesla last night too. Been doing a lot of live music and, um, and I just can't recommend Kian Nugent live and we're bear state, honestly, uh, enough. We didn't even see the headliner, which was so funny. We literally were like, well, fuck, we've already been here for seeing music for an hour and a half, two hours. And we've already gotten our money's worth. So we're like, eh, fuck it. Let's head home. Like, it was just like, you can't top that. We were so, we were so satisfied. So that was great. Um, and speaking of the, like not supporting the industry thing, I saw a headline that said vinyl sales overtook free streaming sales. Like, you know, when you, when you have a Spotify account and like you, you don't pay for premium, there's like ads that go on in between each song. And I'm sure it like counted for Pandora too. And, and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. I didn't really, I'm, I'm like the rest of America. I don't actually read the article. What the fuck you think I'm fucking crazy? No, I just read the headline. So, um, I mean, I think I might've skimmed through it a little bit, but I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I vinyl has made this like huge resurgence. And while it obviously didn't overtake like overall streaming sales, you know, I mean that, that would be quite a feat. Um, even free nonetheless, I thought it was still pretty impressive. And I, I was, um, I was like, damn, like, I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. And I just think it kind of, uh, I think it's a really perfect kind of example of how fucked up the music industry is now. Like it doesn't make sense how these people make money. Like, and I, I started watching vinyl, which I'm going to get to. I finally fucking watched vinyl. I'm going to get to it. Um, but you're watching it and, and it shows, you know, like the music industry and everything like that and record deals and stuff. Like, I don't even know where you would start now. Like where, how, how do bands make money? Like, obviously they do it from like live music and, and like they, I guess they get some money from like streaming and stuff. I don't even know. It's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Like I, you just sit there and think like, what the, like it literally is the perfect example of how weird the music industry is now. Like, like how, how do artists make money? It's like they sell vinyls. They sell like records a lot that are completely ultimately obsolete. Like they're not obsolete in the sense that people don't use them, but like technologically speaking, absolutely obsolete. Like everything is streaming. Everything is digital. There's literally no need for it. And I've expressed my interest in it, but speaking purely from like a technological standpoint, I mean, I love vinyl, but speaking purely from a technological standpoint, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like I go buy records and it's like, they make me feel good. I like holding them, everything like that. But literally for the idea of, well, why are you buying it to listen to music? You already have Spotify premium. You know what I mean? And so it's a complete oxymoron. It doesn't make any sense, but people still buy them. And I think it's like the perfect example of like, it just doesn't make sense. It's like, how do these artists make money? I was like, I don't fucking know. Like, and I think it's a perfect indicator of the state the music industry is in right now where how, I don't know. I, there needs to be a better business model. Something needs to happen because, and granted, I, I'm not behind the scenes at all in that industry. And I wish I was, cause I would love to know how it works. And if they actually do make money, like I'm sitting there thinking with Kian Nugent, I'm like, does this guy like, like, I'm, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not saying he's broke or anything. Like, I just like, I don't know. Like, what is he like? Does he make a decent living? Like, I just, I'm curious about like the numbers. And I guess that's just like the business degree side of me, but I'm like, Oh, you're just a, potential profit that's how i look at you musicians like no i'm not an evil fucking record company ceo but it's just it's interesting and i I, it's a fucking anomaly right now i don't know when it's gonna be solved and i i hope that like streaming sales and like honestly i'm almost like damn i wish spotify premium was 15 dollars a month i don't wish that but i mean maybe that would help like i I'm not saying that every musician needs to live their life like Britney fucking Spears or anything. Like it's like that South Park episode where it's like, oh no, because of the industry, I don't have my own private jet now. I only have my own private boat or whatever, you know, and they're making fun of that. I'm not saying it needs to be like that, but 
they need to be treated like professionals and and as such comes with that i mean you got to get paid and if you're good at your fucking job you should get paid um and obviously there's people that make money make a good living doing it but there's such a select few so I'm interested to see where the music industry goes. I really am. I, I'm scared that this vinyl resurgence is just totally a fad. Um, I, I mean, I think people my age are really into it, but I five ten. I mean, I just don't think it's very um, like it, it's not going to last. Like it's very fleeting. I, I, I have that feeling where it's like vinyl was huge, obviously in the seventies and eighties and everything like that before. I don't know when CDs came out, but you know, it was a very huge, important part of people making money. And then it like fell off the face of the earth. CDs came around and then all that fell off the face of the earth because iTunes came around and now it's like made this resurgence where it's like trendy, but how long is something trendy? I mean, when you're buying something just cause it's fucking trendy, it just doesn't last. That's, I don't know. I'm scared. And I, I, I'm scared. I mean, I'm not like, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not like part of it, but I just hope it, I hope it gets taken care of. And I just hope someone in the industry can figure something out. I really do. And speaking of which, too, that just reminded me, I got another thing I got to talk about in the movie industry that I will, uh, I will have to, I will have to get to, but, um, it has to deal with that, like streaming and, and bringing in uh, theater movies in home. So I'm just trying to think, I want to cover all my bases music wise. I, I, I don't know. It, it's pretty crazy. I, I, I really just have no idea what the fuck's going on. I don't think anybody does. I think people are just kind of rolling with the punches and just hoping it can, uh, hopefully just figure itself out. Oh, I'm so, uh, don't you hate these fucking falls? I'm so lonely. Play with me. Question mark. Heart eyes emoji started following you on Instagram. You're probably like, wait, why is he saying that? No, that's literally the name of the account. I'm, I'm a fucking Instagram cop. Okay. I am. I'm, I'm while on the podcast. This is live by the way. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm logging in. I'm so lonely. Play with me. Fucking heart emojis and then party chat. Uh, I'm reporting you and I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I like give a shit, but I do. It just fucking frustrates me. Does this happen to anybody? Like these spam, like sex accounts that follow like who the fuck? Like, Oh, like what the, who, who like actually chats with this person? Like, come on. They're like, please. Like, unless you're like fucking 12 years old and you just hit puberty and you're freaking out and don't know what to do. And you want to rub your dick all over everything, you know, I don't know. It's just like, like, Jesus, man. Like, I just don't understand. This is so stupid. Block user. Here we go. It's live. Are you sure? No, actually, no, I'm not blocking you. I'm fucking reporting you report. I don't want this account to be able to see. No, I believe this account violates Instagram's community guidelines. Report a photo. No report account posting spam. Duh. Bop. Yeah, fuck you. I, I hate that shit. It's like, why? Like, don't even, don't. And I, I leave my uh, Twitter and, and Instagram on public because I guess because of the podcast, like, I'm like, damn, if someone wants to follow me, like, I'd love that. And I'd love that interaction. So I don't want to uh, block that off. But it's like, I get that shit all the time. My recent picture, like, I'm a, I'm a 40 to 50 Instagram like kind of guy. I am. And one of my most recent pictures, I got like... <sighs> 50 likes, something like that. It was like a birthday post for my girlfriend. I don't post enough on Instagram. I don't post at all, honestly. Um, I'm Snapchat where that's what I am. And literally this photo has gone from like 50 some likes to 70, like three, or I think it's like at 73 right now. And I'm just like counting it up. I'm like, take it in. One of my roommates has the same thing going on. He has a photo. He's like at a hundred and it's like, we are not those kind of guys. Okay. We are not trendy social media guys. So it was, uh, it, I mean like, I guess it's like, 
when those weird fucking accounts follow you, it's like kind of nice where it's like, oh, yay, I get the likes and I get the follows. It's like, come on, do we really? It's so fucking fake. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, please. Um, so I report those motherfuckers. Okay. So don't come messing with me on Instagram. It is annoying though. I'm like, I just like, come on. Like, it's just fucking spam bullshit. Like don't turn Instagram into fucking Facebook where you go on there and it's like, Oh great. It's a fucking dungeon of trolls in here. Good Lord. So, sorry. (laughs) And, uh, pardon. Sorry about that interruption to the podcast and we're back. Uh, (laughs) So what else did I have? Oh man, there are so many fucking things I need to talk about. I think I'm going to save one of my show suggestions for another episode. I I really do. I'm already 40 minutes in. Good Lord. So another music thing, Kanye reissuing the reissue of the, the, his newest album. Like I saw something where he has been like re like re-releasing his album essentially with some like changes and like, dude, cut it out, man. I, you, everybody, anybody who's listening to this knows I just like, don't like Kanye. And it's like, I, I like Kendrick Lamar. I don't really necessarily love his music. And that's not, I'm not saying it's bad music. I just don't like rap. Anybody who listens to this knows I'm not a hip hop guy. I'm not a rap guy. It's just not my thing, but I love Kendrick Lamar. I love what he stands for. I think he's a very smart person. I think he's an amazing um, not like businessman. And it, that's probably what Kanye is a great businessman. He knows what he's fucking doing. And at the end of the day, he's like, uh, bruh, I got $50 million in the bank or no in debt. Actually, I guess yes. But, um, I like Kendrick Lamar. I like his lyrics and stuff, but like Kanye, dude, I just like, don't even, I just don't give a fuck. And I haven't heard his new album because I mean, it isn't on Spotify. I said I would, the moment it comes on Spotify, I will listen to it and talk about it on the show. But literally it, he did something where like he put out the album again, essentially. And did changes and and I okay from a business standpoint what he's doing oh and it's oh very very clever now people are gonna want to go back and listen to it again that's so cool fuck that dude I think it is so dumb and maybe I'm just in my own in my own point of view here because I could see someone arguing maybe like I think it's great it breaks down the barriers and with the digital streaming services now and it just takes technology to I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't like it. I don't, it just bugs me. And it's just like, it's like using bullshit. Like it literally is using fucking like bullshit that is completely unsubstantiated and like completely see-through and transparent and still is going to make him more money. And it just pisses me off. I'm like, damn dude, just let your album speak for itself. Like didn't Kendrick Lamar just like release an album? No hype. Just fucking was like, all right, Hey, it's on Spotify. I'm not saying you got to do that every time and pull a Beyonce or whatever, but, um, shout out to the single ladies. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think, I don't think it's something you need to do. Like, dude, just let the fucking music and piece of art and work that you've put in, um, speak for itself. I don't, I don't know. It just fucking annoys me, man. I saw it and I was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to bitch about that for a few minutes. But I, I literally, maybe each episode I need to do like, a. I pulled away from the, I've been pulling away from the mic a little bit. There might be some change in sound here. Sorry. Um, maybe each episode I need to give myself like two minutes of Kanye talk and then just like have a timer and it ends. I'm like, all right, that's it. That's it. So I'm not going to go into that anymore. It just pissed me off. I saw that. I'm like, so fucking dumb. So, um, oh, one last thing music wise, 42 minutes in Jesus Christ. Spotify. This is an open, like I'm reaching out to them. If I follow an artist and whatever, 
if I follow anything, a playlist, an artist, can you please give me actual up-to-date information and notifications as to when things are being released? Like, I swear to, I swear to God, I fucking got this notification from Spotify the other day, okay? I, I was real. it honestly, I was so angry. No, I mean, it fucking pissed me off though because I'm always looking for new music, partially because of the podcast, but also because I like have like a just constant need. I'm like, come on, I want the next best thing. And I get a Spotify notif- notification. It's like Julio Bashmore. And I just see Julio Bashmore. I'm like, oh, fuck yes. Like one of my favorite like albums from last year. Like he's putting out new music. Like, oh shit. Like what? And I go into the fucking notification and it pulls me into an album from 2009. This wasn't like a reissue either. Okay. I, let me, let me double check. I honestly don't think it was. I saw it and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I was, I was like, what? Like they just got my hopes up. They just got my hopes up so badly. Yeah. Julio Bashmore following no new releases, no new albums. He only has one full album. It's a single EP. It's his Julio Bashmore EP from 2009. And maybe it's like, they just put it on there. Maybe they just added it and backdated it from 2009. I, I just, I can't believe that though. I I think I went through his old stuff and saw it there. I just saw it. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? So dumb. Like, are you trying to let me know to listen to you? I, I already fucking follow him, man. I already, I'm going to listen to the goddamn music. Don't get my hopes up about a new, new album. Fucking actually give me up to date information of the artists I follow. And I'm a huge, uh, proponent of Spotify. I, I love it. I, I think it's the best streaming service personally and I haven't even really tried any other ones so I completely have a biased point of view but I love it and it's fucking great and it's it is good for musicians in the sense that they can get their fucking music out there and anybody can listen to it and it's awesome and it's so worth the price but man like there's some shit and like they have some great stuff now where it's like they have the new music all the albums put in one spot it's great like new albums that have come out they have um they have like fucking podcasts and like videos and shows now like they're totally trying to turn spotify into like a full-on like fucking thing like it's not like it wants to be a youtube almost or something and it's great i think it's awesome but something as simple as following a goddamn artist and getting notifications as to when they release new music or something like that which is hugely important for the artist and the fucking listener give me some actual up-to-date information so because i've started following like if i like one song i'm like follow like, what does it matter? Like, if I get an actual notification when a new song's released, I'll just listen to it. It doesn't bother me. Who cares? It's not like Instagram where you're like, ratio to followers and following. Oh, you're a fucking loser. You're following twice as many people as you have following you, you fucking loser. No, I mean, it's not like that on Spotify, and I just wish it would be up to date. I just wish it would actually, like, be helpful. So... I'm going to keep doing it. Hopefully they eventually get their shit together. And it's like, does it take an algorithm? Does it take, I don't like, does it actually take technology? Like it literally is like, dude, if it's like point A, if I follow them, point B, if they release something new, point C, anybody who follows them, once they release something new, send a notification to who they're following. If they have push notifications, I sound like such a fucking, like it is huge. One of the biggest first world problems facing America today and it needs to be taken care of okay you listening presidential candidates this shit needs to be solved I it, look it's stupid I'm bitching about a small thing but it it is for I mean it isn't stupid actually I, it frustrates me man it really does and I I for me I try and t- stay on top of it as much as I can where 
I listen to these new artists and I, I stay up to date as much as I can and try not to miss out on anything. So for me, it's not the worst thing, but for anybody else, like luckily at my job right now, I get to listen to music for people that can't, for people that don't have time to look at an, look at a website and say, all right, what's the next art? All right, I'll listen to that album. Cool. Let's pop it on. People that don't have that, that what do they do to find new music? I mean, they got to do it on their own time. And some people don't do that. And then they don't listen to new music. And then when they don't listen to new music, then they keep listening to the same fucking Led Zeppelin songs they've been listening to for fucking 40 years and they don't listen to anything else. And then new artists don't get followers and they don't get, it sucks. It's like this little tiny thing, but it can be a big problem. And so fuck, I have a problem. I'm actually getting heated. Like it actually, I'm frustrated right now talking about it. So they they just need to get their shit together and give me up to date notifications. So I'm following a lot of artists and, you know, the problem is usually these artists I follow are when they put out a new album, like, oh, let me do it. But I've been doing it since, uh, you know, a few months ago and, and started doing it a little bit more. So hopefully that happens. And, and if you guys like follow the content for the culture playlist, can you let me know if they, I want to know if it sends a notification where it's like George Skank added a new track. I'm like, that'd be awesome. Like, I think that would be great. So also follow my electronic playlist, please. It is so good. I, I know it's, <laughs> it's so goddamn good and that's not biased at all. Okay. No, I mean it is, but it dude, follow it. If you like electronic music, just follow it. It's so good. There's some like weird electronic music in there, but there's also some fucking banging awesome dance music that you could just get down to. And it wouldn't even be like, you would never hear it anywhere else, but that doesn't mean it's shitty. Like, I'm not playing, like, shitty, like, oh, this is terrifying electronic music, but you can still shuffle your feet to it. Like, there was, like, an album I saw on Pitchfork on Friday where literally it described it, like, it may be really intense and maybe blah, 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 basically, like, that awful, like, like, you know, that kind of, like, electronic music. Like, it literally is just, like, noise. It's like, oh, great, I'm listening to Nails on a Chalkboard for nine minutes, woo. Um, they're like, but you can still move your feet to it. I listen like a second of it. I'm like, no, I fucking can't. Okay. So it's not that kind of electronic music. It's not like that douchey, like you wouldn't even believe the, the sounds that they can emit from this computer. It's like, no, I want like good electronics, something you can fucking tap your foot to and get down to. It's awesome. But, um, I, I don't know. Just follow the playlist. Let me know what you think. I think you'll love it. I think it's got some fucking banging tracks. You've probably never heard on there. So, and that's the point of this fucking podcast man it's so you hear good music so you watch good shows you don't waste your fucking time um and speaking of wasting time how about batman versus superman just shitting the bed i mean not money wise but review wise so happy and i guess yeah i think we're done with music talk i think 50 minutes in that's enough music industry news talk there's a lot of stuff that's been going on so anyways batman versus superman shitting the bed Greatest thing that ever happened. I saw those reviews and I fucking like Snapchatted everybody that I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I'm a movie douche and I love it. Like I just, I loved the fact that I had bad reviews and I sound like such an asshole, but I'm sorry, man. I, I just can't support those shitty movies. I just, and I wanted to see it. Part of me was like, yeah, I want to see it just to see how bad it is. But then the other part of me is like, fuck that. They don't deserve your money. You got to let the market speak for itself. And this shit has 30%. And it's like going to make like 140 million, 170 million. What it really is to me these movies, they, it's a bubble. I honestly think it's about, look, look back. Okay. Bear with me. Look back to the eighties, seventies and eighties. I, I guess, uh, more, more so the eighties, you know, you got Rambo, you got all those like action movies. And then you had like the corny action movies like uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and shit. And all those movies made a shit ton of money because people, 
our age, like when I, like if I had been in the eighties, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, man, that's killer fucking explosions, man. Like it would have been like, oh hell yeah, like we're so into it, it's so cool, it's so action packed. Then that audience gets old as shit, okay, and they go see The Expendables three, okay. Like that's literally like the only profitable action movie that's come out in the past. Like like literally, what was the last eighties, nineties esque action film? with that like cheesy corny style over the top main dude who's like fucking everybody up there's no characters there's no story it's a shitty movie because it's been done a million goddamn times the fucking formula is tried and true when was the last one of the you see those trailers i see them like watching football you know they're trying to hit the older market maybe and i'm like that just looks shitty like why did they make that like why the fuck are they making this movie and and i'm getting heated right now because it frustrates me Cause there's not enough good film out there. Like, and I, I'm fine that like, I understand there's a market for that. I understand you got it. Like that is a ton of money to make and help your business. So you can put your money elsewhere as, as, as well. I get that, but dude, it's a bubble and it's going to burst. I don't know if it's going to happen now. I don't know if it's going to happen five years from now. I don't know if it's going to happen 20 years from now. I don't know, but the superhero genre is getting in terms of quality is so shitty like you have Deadpool which I didn't see but I've heard it's very good and I'm sure it's good I think I'd like it that's an exception because they kind of flipped the formula on its fucking head they're like oh he cusses he's you know flashes his dick in front of everybody that's what he does as a superhero it's like oh hilarious but then you have movies like Captain America the Civil War Captain America the Gettysburg Address it's like okay what the fuck is going on like who cares who cares? And I, I, I think maybe, and maybe I'm just talking out of my ass because I'm not a huge comic book person. I mean, I've liked some comic books. I've read like Watchmen. I've read some Batman books. I used to be way into Batman when I was a little kid. I, I like it and I respect it. Maybe that's my problem. But at the same time, the movies are getting shittier and, and you cannot deny that you talk to somebody, you talk to anybody that watches those kind of movies. And if they're fucking arguing that they're like still good and original, like I no, I'm sorry. I just, nope. I'm like not going to fucking, like, you're stupid because they're not like, like Batman vs Superman, I'm sure I'm sure it was so bad. I have no doubt in my mind that it was shitty. I don't need to see it to confirm it. I I don't even need to see the reviews to confirm it. I knew it was gonna be fucking dumb and bad. And that's not like everybody's like, why is Ben Affleck Batman? What what are they thinking? That's so dumb. I'm like, okay, first of all, Ben Affleck is a good actor. Like he is talented. He's done some great movies. Yeah, he's done some stinkers too. But he's done some good movies. It's not about Ben Affleck. It's about Zack Snyder directing, and I'm sorry. I'm and he said I think like I saw a quote where he's like, "I'm just trying to make the best comic uh, comic book movie I can." I get it, but dude, like, and he's a professional. I sound like such a dick talking shit about like one specific person like that, but it's like, it's just not gonna be good, dude. Like he had 300, and he just does those movies, and it's like, what is the best superhero movie you've seen? Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins and Dark Knight. That's it. Those are the ones of the past 10 years, at least. I know if there's a fucking comic book person listening to this, they'd be like, no, Tim Burton's Batman. Look, if we're talking contemporary, where the superhero genre is going, I don't even like talking about it. I'd hate these movies. They're all the same. But the ones that are good are Batman Begins and Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises was like, okay. I think we all can agree. It was like when it came out, we're like, yeah, that was so cool. It ended the trilogy well. But if you're watching it now, like you're not going to, you watch it now. And I was like, saw it on TNT or something. It's totally like a TNT thing. Saw it on there, I think, or something the other day. And I was like, yeah, this kind of sucks. I'm like, this is kind of just cheesy and dumb. Like, you know, Dark Knight kills it. Batman Begins kills it. You know, Deadpool, I'm sure is very good. There's those movies. There's those exceptions to the rule. It's not, 
I get it. It's not all the same thing, but goddamn, for the most part, like 90, I was going to say 95, 99% of the time. No, 95% of the time. It's just bad. So I'm wondering, I'm like, where is it going? Because right now it's superhero. Back in the day, it was action. Where's it going? Because people need that action. People, now that we have the technology to, you know, do literally, you know, have fucking transformer robots going from robot to Chevy truck in like two seconds and it looks like real. I don't know where it's going though. Like, I don't, I'm curious, but I'm also terrified because I just like, ah, it's really frustrating, man. It, It really is. And it's just like, there's no originality. Like, I just don't, I don't feel it. And it's, I can't see those movies. So I'm glad it fucking had shitty reviews. It's going to make a ton of money, but it, I, it's going to affect the movie. Like it's going to, you know, you think you're invincible making Batman and all this, but, and then what you see, then what you see has happened. What the fuck? Sorry. I looked at my Xbox and it, I have connect on my Xbox and sometimes you just talk and it's like doing something. It's like asking me, I'm like, no, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Stop. It's like a video of me live feed podcast. Anyways, um, it's really just, oh God, it's just frustrating. They're just such bad movies. And I had a point I was going to make, but I just forgot it. None, I mean, whatever. You get the point for the most part. You get it. It's just frustrating. And I wonder where it's headed next. I get that they got to do it and to make money, but fuck, man, it's just like over the top. Oh, I know what I was going to say. They think they're invincible. They think it's never going to fucking stop. They think all oh, these, and maybe they don't. Maybe, and I'm not in the film industry. I want to be. And I also was thinking, I'm like, damn, if I eventually get in there, people can listen to the podcast. I'm like, uh, we can't work with this guy because he talks shit about Zack Snyder in episode 13 of his podcast. I don't think I have enough listeners. So I think it's all good. But, um, that's why we keep this shit niche people. Um, but anyways, like they think it's invincible, but then you look back and you, you go, well, what, what happened to the superhero movies? And they, they all keep getting made. Of course that just happens. But then you have Batman versus Mr. Freeze like literally the shittiest cornball fest ever. And like it fucking ruins a superhero and it ruins a story and it ruins like a comic book for a while. And it ruins the movie where it's like, we can't do this for a while. And they stay away from it. It's like, we need like a little bit of, uh, we need a little bit of time, like away from that fucking stinker to like, to kind of reset our reset our you know, everything just start from square one again. And then they do that. And then Batman begins, begins comes out. So obviously out of that negative, a positive can come, but it's like, fuck, how far are we going to push it with these movies? Like, ah, they just suck. It just sucks. I, I like, and I'm, I just trash the movie industry all the time and I don't work in it. I'm sure it's really hard. I trash it all the time where I'm like, there's no good movies coming out, man. What the fuck? And I know for them, it's a business. They're like, fuck, well, these movies make money. I get it. I do. But at the same time, I want to fucking like, I want to watch a good film. Like people want to do that. And I think you need to give that to people. There's just not enough good film out there, like a human story. And that brings me to my next thing, which I just found out. This was the tease, I guess, from earlier. And this is, we're an hour in. I'm sorry. We're going to go for a little bit longer because this episode, I got to talk about some movie stuff. Um, I think I might have to do this podcast weekly from now on, honestly. Um, we'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully I keep up with it. I might try. Um, I saw Togetherness got canceled. Literally, this is the best show on television, people. This is the best show on television. And it's 100% biased, as all of my opinions are. I literally think it's the most human, 
one of the best shows on television. Obviously not the best. I mean, that's a hard, it's very subjective, different storylines, different subjects. What are you going to really, are you really going to narrow it down like that? But it, it's in the top five. It is so good. And HBO just fucking canceled it, man. So frustrating. I was so disappointed. I, I literally just saw that. And that's actually, I was like reading texts when I got interrupted earlier because people were, I was sending it out to people that watch it and they're like, no. And I'm like, what are you going to do? It fucking sucks. Like it really sucks. Um, so it's, it's disappointing. And, and maybe it's a business thing. Maybe it just wasn't getting enough hits. I, I don't know. I couldn't have celebrated it enough. Uh, you know, Jay Duplass uh, liked one of my fucking tweets at him. So I'm kind of a big deal, but it's just frustrating. I don't know. I'm, I'm bummed about it. And I don't really know why they'd ended. I haven't, you know, obviously I haven't finished the season yet. I'm, I'm, I'm all caught up. It's really fucking good. It's easily one of the best shows on television. And I swear to God, if it ends on a goddamn cliffhanger and we don't get an end to it, I'm like, oh, that's going to be so disappointing. And and I don't want it to do that. Like, I just hope it ends on a good note so they can just leave it be. Because the worst thing that can come from this kind of, uh, this kind of interaction or whatever, the worst thing that can happen is going, well, we'll make a movie to wrap it all up. Fuck no, you won't. You know, like, I just hope the season ends on something where it's, like, somewhat wrapped up, maybe, and I don't know. Like, obviously, it's not going to be, like, the end of a series finale, but you just got to hope. You just got to fucking hope that they're, like, it ends at least on, like, a good note-ish. Not, like, story-wise. I don't care if it ends positively or negatively. I care that it ends well. So, hopefully, it at least ends well, kind of wraps up the story a little bit, and then we can at least say, well, that's it. Because I fucking hate when they revisit these shows. Look, when you come back to a show five or ten years later, it's lost that magic. It's lost, Dude, these remakes, all that stuff, it's just not there. Sometimes they can get it. Sometimes they can capture it and make it happen. I, I will admit there are exceptions to that as well. But for the most part, it's like, mm, let it be. It was beautiful in its own right. You tried. And for whatever reason at the time, people just didn't get it. Let it fucking be. Because I just think resurrecting something from the dead, like movie-wise and even music-wise, it's like when bands, and that's why people were scared about the LCD thing. I think they're an exception to the rule with their reunion. But there's a lot of bands where are like, we're coming back, man. And then you listen to the album, Modest Mouse, <clears throat> and you listen to the album, and it's just, it ain't what it used to be. And it loses that, and it fucking takes away from the past, too. Cause it, and, and so you just hope that doesn't happen. And I saw, like, uh, Mark, Duplass, Duplass, I don't know how to say his name, but his tweet was like, you know, we're, you'll see us in the future. Look, they put out a lot of content. They write a lot of movies. It's all good. No big deal. They're going to, they're in terms of that, they're at least going to, um, they're at least going to make something happen. And, you know, in the future, I know they're going to do a new show. They're going to do a new movie, whatever. It's just disappointing for that series. Cause I, I really just thought it was phenomenal. And, and I think it was the most human television show on TV and, um, I mean, I was talking to my roommate about it and I was like, dude, you got to watch it. Like he, uh, one of my roommates has got a girlfriend. I'm like, dude, you got to watch it with your girlfriend. Like, it's like the best show to watch with your girlfriend. It's like so human, like a, such a real relationship. Um, and also such a lack of a relationship, like romantically with, uh, Alex's character and, and, uh, the other female, I wish I knew her uh, name, but you know, where it's like, you want that to happen. It's like from all those different angles, it's so real. It's so like relatable. I'm like, you got to watch it. And he started watching and he fell in love with it. And it's awesome because it, dude, that's just the kind of show it is. You, you watch it as a fucking human. It just like eats at your fucking heart and your soul. You're like, damn, like that's real. It's real. 
anger and sadness coming from the show. And so it's just disappointing to lose that, you know, but hey, HBO knows what they're doing. Literally like every time, uh, the HBO, like title card thing starts before each show. I've been watching like girls and togetherness each week. And so they have like the new trailers for like Veep coming out, which is so exciting. Um, but they also have the thing where it like shows just like all the clips of the shows that are coming out each year. And every time it ends, I'm like, Oh, God, that was awesome. Like, I'm just, like, so into it. I think, like, every time I'm like, oh, I want to work for them. That would be awesome. Like I said, literally every time. And my girlfriend's like, God, you, you sound like Brooklyn Records that every fucking time. But it, dude, it's true. They make great movies. Or, uh, not movies. Um, great shows. And they got a lot of new stuff coming out. So, hopefully, you know, they, they canceled it for a reason. I don't know. I don't know why they did. I don't know. I don't know the reason behind it. We got to finish the season at least. And start from there. But it's just a disappointment. Um... I think it's I think it's a mistake, but then again, I don't have millions of dollars on the line producing a show. And the same goes for Batman vs Superman and all the superhero movies. You know, that's kind of my disclaimer to any of that. Like I shit talk a lot of it, but this is coming from an individual fucking podcaster on the internet who's works in a different industry. You know, I don't have to kind of. I mean, I work in the media industry, but it's like I don't deal with movies. I don't have to make those decisions to greenlight stuff and to be like, well you know, we're losing the artistic integrity here. We're losing the, like, it's, that's a tough thing to make. You know, that's why Project Greenlight was so good because you kind of saw the behind the scenes of that. And if you haven't seen Project Greenlight, go back and watch it. And, and like, just watch these people have to make these decisions where it's like, look, I get that you want to get this shot and you want to tell this story, but A, that's not going to make any money. And B, it costs money to do what you want to do, you know? So, like, I get that it's like, we, we're sorry we're not preserving your artistic integrity, but that's just the fucking way it is. So, I don't know. It It's uh, it's a bit of a... Someone, ooh, someone like my foot on Instagram. Um, <laughs> that wasn't actually a troll. It was a real person. Yay. Uh, it's just a bummer. It's just a fucking bummer, man. Um, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an hour and four in. Shit. Do I keep going? I, I have a few more things I need to talk about. Eesh. I did pretty much cover everything. So I'm going to save one of my show uh, show suggestions for next week. Um, I guess that's a tease, but uh, I'm going to save it. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it yet. Um, great. Good show. It's on Netflix, um, but I'll get to that next week. I do need to talk about vinyl. I finally fucking watched vinyl. Oh, I finally did it. Sorry, I just had to pause it for a little bit. I had to get my song queued up for after I talk about this. I should wrap this up. It's an hour and four minutes. It's like trying to attract people to a new podcast. I mean, like, well, how long are your episodes? Oh, you know, like an hour, three. You know, it's like, fuck, it's like uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. They're three-hour episodes. They're not split up at all. It's like, damn, it's crazy. Um, so, anyways, I'm going to talk about vinyl, and then we'll wrap it up. But um, it's just... It, it, uh, <laughs> I don't really know where to begin. Okay, I haven't seen all the episodes up to date. I watched the pilot. I watched the second episode, third episode, and fourth episode. I don't know why I just said individually. I watched the first, I watched the second, I watched the third, I watched the fourth, and I watched the fifth. It's like, oh, you could just say you watched five episodes. Um, anyways, I, I watched the pilot, and let me just start off with that. I've talked about this, you know, very many times on this fucking podcast that it's hard, okay? It's it's hard to write a pilot. It's so fucking hard. And because you got to attract viewers, you got to let them know what the show's about, but you can't be too corny where it's like, you know, the character's saying, well, back when 
I was a student at this school and then I had my dreams to do this and then da, 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 da. like, you know, you can't just have them give their whole backstory in a fucking line of dialogue. It ruins it. You got to make it try try and make it organic. It's tough. And so it's without that, some people don't buy into characters immediately or buy into storylines. So it's hard. Okay. And that is my full on disclaimer. I'm not just like trying to trash it because I'm not, I think it's a good show, but let me just start with the pilot. So it starts with Richie Finestra played by Bobby Cannavale, who's in, uh, I don't know how to say these people's names. Like I sound like such an idiot at this Kian Nugent. He said on stage too, he's like, uh, we don't have K's in Ireland. So a lot of people think it's, uh, CN or whatever. And I'm like, Ooh, I thought it was cyan. I was way off. Um, anyways, um, Bobby Cannavale, whatever the fuck. He, uh, he's so good. He's awesome in boardwalk. I think it was like season three. He played like one of the villains. He's plays crazy and like drugged up so well. He just kills it. Like he's a total fucking actor's actor. It looks like honestly, he picks good projects. He's in one of the shows as a tease. He's in one of the shows a little bit, like a tiny bit, uh, that I'm, that I'm into. And I want to feature on the show next week. But, um, basically like he plays a record executive. They're trying to sell the company to, to this German company. It's a two hour pilot. So they, they cover a lot of ground and they do a good job. You know, it keeps it interesting. And basically he's trying to sell the company and this, I mean, spoiler alert, whatever. I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> Anybody who listens to this knows I'm fucking spoiling and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, anyways, he talks, uh, he basically, they're trying to sell the company. They're, you know, cooking the books. It's all bullshit. They just need to, you know, get it off their hands, make their money, cash out and be done with it. And a lot of other storylines going on, all that stuff. Of course, he's trying to find new bands and blah, 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 blah. Um, here's my problem with the pilot. Okay. And then I'm going to talk about the show as a whole. And this is a specific point. Okay. So at the end of the pilot, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, whatever, I don't give a shit. Okay. It's up to you. If you want to hear my comment on it, the ending. So they frame the episode in the way where it opens and he's like drugged up. He's freaking out about something. And then he sees a bunch of people running into a, a concert and he runs into the concert and he's like rocking out. Like, hell yeah. And the, I honestly thought the rock band playing in that one, some of the music's really good and like original and awesome. I thought that rock band was corny as hell. I was just not into it. Maybe that's what they were going for. I don't know. I just wasn't into that one. Um, and then the episode kind of starts. So like, he's like rocking out and then it like cuts to like the actual show and him like, trying to sell the company and working with people and all that bullshit. And like, you know, the classic Scorsese narration, all that. Then it comes back at the end end of uh, the the episode to the concert and he's listening to them rock out and spoiler alert. You literally see the building start to crack on the sides around him. And I remember sitting there and being like, oh, it's a classic HBO dream sequence with these, you know, crazy, you know, oh, he's dreaming. It's nuts. I don't know. He's rocking out. Sorry. I don't know. He's fucking tripping, whatever. And then I see the cracks in the building still going. He's at this concert of bands rocking out. And I'm like, oh boy, like, I don't know what's going on here. Like this better be a dream. I'm like, first, my thought was like, are they doing the, they're rocking out so hard. They burnt, they took the building down. I'm like, they better not be doing that shit. You know, like, no, fuck no. They better not be going that direction. Um, luckily they weren't, but I still don't like what they did. The entire building ultimately collapses on Richie and everybody. Okay. Oh God. I, (laughs) it was bad. The entire fucking building collapses. Um, and under the rubble, comes Richie, alive, breathing, covered in dust, 
I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. The fucking building collapses. And the rubble and the cement and the fucking wood and all that bullshit is on top of him. And he emerges covered in dust walking off at night. And okay, another disclaimer. I'm going to talk about the beginning of the next episode a little bit and why they did that. It's It, it frames it a little bit better. It, it, it becomes a plot point. You understand. But what the fuck? Literally what the actual fuck? I was like watching. Uh, um, what? I literally, I turned to my girlfriend and I just said, am I supposed to believe he just survived that? Like literally. I'm sorry if there was feedback. But I was sitting there. I just turned to it. It was the first thing I said. I was like. What was that? I'm like, what? <laughs> Sorry for the feedback. <laughs> but literally, I'm like, what? Like, I'm like fucking full disbelief. Just like, I, I'm i like, ah, what? Um, and I'm saying this because they have like the animation, whatever. They show the building collapse. It's like a full fucking collapse. Okay, this entire building comes down on people. And I guess that happens in New York. I mean, that makes sense. And I'm sure it's happened. And, and, and I think it's kind of interesting. It's an interesting plot line. But why not make it like he just leaves and the whole thing collapses and he survives. And he's like, I can't believe it was a near-death experience. Instead of actually the building going down on him. What the fuck? Like, it was just like, oh, I can't believe that. Like, I actually can't believe this. And it sucks when the show is supposed to be believable and take you back to a time. And then something happens where you're like, well, that's fucking stupid. That's like how the end of the boardwalk finale came down to me. Like, I just hated it. And so... I just, oh, dude, it was, I've been addressing the the listeners as dude, ah, dude, and man, ah, man, but really, it was just, like, the most gut-wrenchingly, like, cringy, like, what? I just didn't, I I didn't buy it. I just fucking didn't buy it, man. There's a better way around it. And so, anyways, it it starts on the second episode where he goes, I don't want to sell the company. Obviously, they're not going to sell the fucking company. So, that's a, a spoiler, whatever. He's like, I just survived that, and he's all coked out and shit, and he's like, you know, he's off the wagon again and he's, um, I, you know, it, it makes sense because he's like, I survived this. I, this music is alive or whatever. You know, he's like, I just can't give it up. And I get that, you know, I, I get what they're trying to do. I just think the way they went about doing it was just so unrealistic and just, it was just too much, man. It was just too much. The fucking building collapsing him fucking emerging from the rubble right then and there. And, and that's always like the cheesiest part of a show or a movie where you see in there, is he dead? Everybody's like, Oh my God, he's going to be dead. And then it's like, oh, his eyelids are opening or his fingers. It's like, come on, dude, we've seen this shit before. And it was just like, come on. Like, I really think I just came up with that, too. I think that would work better. Like a near death experience, like literally he goes out to have a smoke and the building comes down. And like, maybe he gets hit with something, but just make it a little more like that's still enough of a near death where it's like, dude, I saw a fucking building collapse and you see maybe people dead. Like that would be, that's yeah, there we go. That's my suggestion to the writer's room. It's, and it's too late now, but make it like that. Like that's still believable enough as a viewer where it's like, Oh my God, unbelievable. Like, Holy shit. That's crazy. Like I've heard people have that, you know, they miss a flight where like after this horrible Brussels terrorist attack, there's someone where like, I was lucky. I could have been, I missed a flight or something, you know, it's, I don't, I don't know. I think it happened in the airport, but it's 
one of those things. I, I just found it um, unbelievable and, and listen to me bitch about vinyl and then bring up a terrorist attack in Brussels and like, oh, actually what you're talking about doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, let's talk about the real problems in the world, but not the frustrations you have with the opening pilot for vinyl from fucking Martin Scorsese. I'm complaining about that. I'm a master, but it is, it was frustrating. And if, if you, anybody who's seen it will know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about and be like, oh, that is stupid. Like that is dumb. Um, the show's kept going. Overall, I'm not going to give my full-on review until I really see it and finish it. But, I mean, it's 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 good. It's good. It's not great. It, it just it just isn't there yet. I, I don't know. And it might be like, I, Boardwalk was slow at first. I still thought Boardwalk was, like, fucking phenomenal and, like, just amazing But at the beginning. But it was, like, just slow. This one's not very slow. It's exciting. But there's also some stuff that I just think is uh, it's it's just kind of weak. There's just some weaker stuff. But overall, it is coming together. I'm, I'm like four or five episodes in and, and I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. And I want to see what happens next, which is all that matters. You know, at the end of the day, I can shit talk these and how could it have been better this, that, and the other. But if I still hit play on it, isn't that the most important part that you're fucking listening to it, you know, so or watching it or whatever. So it, it is fun. It takes you back to a time. It it shows you the business side of things a little bit, obviously exaggerated, I'm sure, but you know, it's, it's really cool. And, and, and I've always thought the seventies rock era is interesting as hell. Like I've always thought it's so, um, fascinating and such a fascinating music time and everything like that. But overall the show itself, it just hasn't, hasn't cracked that ceiling yet to be like, Oh, it's in the upper echelon, echelon, echelon. I don't fucking know. Echelon of shows where, it's like, oh, it's there. It's up with like, you know, I, I was going into it and that's the problem with my expectations. I'm like, this is going to be Sopranos 3.0. Like, is, is it really, you know, and that's the worst thing you can do. So I kind of got my hopes up for a little bit, but I've, I've kind of come back down to earth and I've started looking at it as just a normal show with human beings making it like Scorsese, obviously talented, but it's still a show. There's going to be things you don't like and do like, and um, it's fucking 2016 and we're just lucky that he's making a series for HBO. It's awesome. So I don't know. I, I just didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of that. Uh, that end of the pilot that fucking pissed me off. But otherwise it's been good. There's been some stuff where I'm just like, mm, I just, you know, it's just whatever it is. It's just missing that little thing. That's like, ah, just take it over the top. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll get into that more once I'm able to finish that. Um, and I'll, I'll save my show for next week. Hopefully I can do a podcast next weekend. Maybe just start doing it weekly. It's been fun. I'm going for an hour and 15. I could, I could keep going here, but I bore you guys to death. And, uh, I think it's time to wrap up the show and, and just one quick thing before we bring on the last song from uh, Bob Moses. Isn't that his name? I'm such a bad... I'm the worst podcast ever. I'm like, I don't even know the name of the artist I'm listening to. Um, yeah, Bob Moses. Uh, and just a quick thing. Let's all get fucking stoked for... Uh, I've been coming away from the mic a lot. I just heard that in heaven. Sorry. Let's all get fucking stoked for Game of Thrones. Thrones. Oh man, I'm so fucking excited. It's going to be such a great goddamn show and great season. Let's all get pumped and I'm going to talk about it a ton on this show. So, uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Also apologies for any sound difficulties in the middle of the episode. There was some feedback and I've been pulling away from the mic a little bit, but for whatever reason, I feel less hung hung over now. Like it's great. I guess like podcasting is a little cathartic or something. It's, it's awesome. So uh, let's leave you with a song here. Yeah, see, I've been pulling away from the mic a little bit there, and I can hear like, oh, hey, hey, guys. How I oh, shit. Now you're into my ears. So sorry about that. I'll try and get consistent. I just kind of been pulling away from the mic a little bit this time. Um, connected to Robert's iPhone. Um, that's how I play music. Anybody listens like, what the fuck was it? I play music through a Bluetooth speaker into the mic because I'm lazy and don't actually download music. I stream it. 
All right, so this next song, uh, I played All I Want to Begin. Um, I'm playing Too Much Is Never Enough. Honestly, the top two songs, so kind of lame. I'm usually more like, ah, this uh, B-side rarity on the uh, EP from them. No, I mean, these are literally their top songs. <laughs> and that's honestly all I can really do with the Coachella preview. It's it's tough, but uh, I'm just going to play it for you and enjoy. I'm going to let it roll for a little bit. It's It picks up. It's slower, just kind of like that first song. It's slower at the beginning and just rolls and rolls and rolls and just fucking uh, snowball effects into... Uh, fucking awesome electronic jam so enjoy thank you guys so much for listening this has been episode 13 right i think um pulling up right now just to confirm episode i forgot again i'm just hung over as hell episode 13 thanks so much for listening content for the culture go to content for the culture.com follow all my shit on spotify and everything you guys have a great west of your uh weekend thanks for listening